PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. And there is only one thing we say to death. That's it. No more Mr. Knife Guy. Welcome to Billy D's Death at the Movies. What is up, my dudes? Apologies for the lack of updates. I've been crazy busy with work and events. Visits from friends. Miss you already, Drewster. And to be honest, I haven't really watched much. Until recently. I finished season two of Mindhunter, and man, what a doozy. Season two elevated this from a very good show to a great one. If you aren't familiar, Mindhunter is the story of the formation of the FBI's Behavioral Sciences Unit. These are the guys that interviewed tons of violent criminals and serial killers to find out what makes them tick. This is a must-watch for fans of true crime. I caught Brightburn finally, and I enjoyed it. But I wish there had been a little more character development. A couple of scenes at the beginning, maybe, that established the relationship between the parents and their alien son a little better. I'd still see a sequel to this, though. I also caught Shazam. I really liked this. It just worked for me. Shazam is a weird character to begin with, and they nailed the oddball tone and humor of him. I'm really hoping Black Adam makes his appearance in the sequel. Today, I plan on hitting the theater for either Tigers Are Not Afraid or Ready or Not. Depends on how easy it is to get into the city. I'll probably be seeing Tigers this week, though. I gotta catch that movie in a theater. Stay cool, Billy D. This radio show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. I was about to say, uh, who who died and why are you so happy about it? I saw a horn and I hit horn. Oh, actually, <laughs> it says bugle. That makes more sense. There, Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, welcome to episode 346 of Cinema Crespedisa. I'm your host, Chris Crespo. Chill in the Crespedisa studio. Here is your weather threat update. Weather threat level is uh, midnight rain. Midnight rain. Your dreams have been soaked with us. Juicy Cogburn. Well, first off, it's Juicy Cogburn. How you doing? Doing okay. Good, good I, you, actually, buddy. it's funny you said that. We'll come back to th- things of that nature. We'll come later. back to the midnight rain. Oh, no. I'll put a pin in midnight rain, ladies and gentlemen. Mid- midnight soaked rain. Midnight yeah. soaked rain. Someone, someone had a wet dream for the first time in years, ladies and gentlemen. With us, like, like, it was me. <laughs> it was me. Something of the sort, Chris. Something of the sort. Way to put me on blast, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. With us, uh, one of our favorites. It is. The trivia master himself, Simon Time. Yay! Vintage wrestling heavyweight champion, Simon. So funny how it works out. We have a new one. The, yep. This was like a last minute thing between us. Just it was a scheduling convenience, uh, convenience yes. uh, to have you on. And we happened to go see. We happened to see a wrestling. movie that involved wrestling. It's like, <laughs> The, the, kismet. the great magnet was at work there. It's like, this is how this is going down in this part of the world. So thank you, sir, for joining us. Thank you for having me. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. I'm yeah. excited to be here, dude. I love I love being here. It's been too long. I know, man. In, in this context, 
Because you're here weekly. I see you every week. Yeah. And I love it. We're communicating. I don't see, I don't see this guy. No, that's true. You don't no. get to see him as no, often. I, I just live down the block. It's right around the corner. <laughs> I'm going to start, start popping in. I mean, I'm there. Studios are popping in, Studio Kramer popping. Hard to do when uh, all the doors are locked and, and he has the ring bell with see, the, that, the camera. That actually, that used to be me at his old apartment. I used to do the Kramer popping. We, had a, we had a lot the, of Kramers it was the, in college. The double knock and then walk in. But that, your door, and we kept our front door unlocked yeah. for that reason. But your door is locked. Now, oh yeah, I would hate to go for now the Kramer walking and just boom, boom slam into the I door. I mean, you're gonna do you're, you're you're gonna slam right into the fence before you even get to the door. That's what I'm saying. It's double doors <laughs> now, man. Dude, that retinal scan. Uh, uh, Shea Betteridge is now locked down. Yes. Shea Betteridge. That, that, yeah. that, that's what happens when I get robbed. That's <laughs> yes. What we talked about that on the show before? Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh wait, but, I did hear. Yeah, yeah, I did hear Roman. That is that is. Bullshit, yeah, I told, I told yeah. you about this. That yeah, is I was like a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's garbage. A piece of shit. Yeah. Uh huh. Fucking yeah. scumbag of the earth. Off. Right? Damn it. Yep. It sucks. Agreed. Uh, makes me happy when the, the the my neighbors here moved out and they got someone over here during the day uh, renovating. I'm like, oh, there's someone, someone home. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's there. Someone's there. The door, the garage door is open. They're keeping an eye on in this little. You we know. we just got because I have the ring thing too. Mm-hmm. And I gotta get one of those. And, I gotta get that. And there's yeah. just reports that these there was oh, a party in our time. neighborhood because yeah. we live in a gated community. Okay, but there's a bunch of hoodlums walking around the driveways mm-hmm. just checking people's car doors to see if they're unlocked. Oh, no, you lock lock your doors and don't Always. keep nothing in them. You know, it's simple ways to get around this stuff, and there's going to be people looking for those cracks in society. We just got to not provide the cracks, you know what I mean? Yep. But even then. Don't provide that crack. Don't provide that crack. Even then, people find a way. Speaking of that crack, jump into what you're watching. I rewatched uh, New Jack City this week. Mm. Ooh. Man, what a good movie. What a blast from the past. Seriously, a perfect, like, early 90s time capsule of, like, clothing, all of Wesley Snipes. Every (laughs) single scene, no matter what. New outfit. Oh yeah, no. Every it's time, no fresh, matter what, fresh suit, fresh suit. New. It's a new day, Chris. And so it's a <laughs> new day, new night, new location, new suit. And it's a lot of uh, uh, shoulder pads. Yes, right. So <laughs> it's like the eighties. So it's got like the big, but it's late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. So it's shoulder pads sticking out. So it's the remnants of that coming into sharp V's. And yep. of course, uh, Snipes is fit, so he can pull off these uh, ah. these outfits and everything. Because he's got the thin waist. Chris Rock is the most pathetic crackhead in that movie. He's amazing. <laughs> he's, he's genuinely good no. in this movie. No, no, no. Yes. Like, you see him in the beginning, he's just, just getting into cracked. And it's like five-year jump cut. He is fucked up. Uh, I see pulls him in. Apparently, uh, I thought he went to a rehab center back in the day, but when he watched it, I was like, no, that's just Ice T. That's his character's home. Yeah. He just took him home. Uh, and then, like, he's like back to talking again. He's like, oh, yeah, I feel, I feel good for Pookie now. And then he's right, right, back, in, right back in it. The cops throw him in it. Man, what a good movie. Uh, Ice T is amazing in it. I also, I talked about this on the show a few weeks ago. Rewatched uh, Surviving the Game. Mm. Man, I see. It was so good you back know? in the 90s. No, he's just like a cop on TV all the time. Yeah. No, no, exactly. And it's crazy yeah. how he, he was like, fuck the police. And fuck now the he's police. the police. Fuck the police. But then he jumps straight, jump straight to <laughs> playing police. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. New Jack City, he's a cop. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, what, what the hell, man? Uh, I would not say no. He, no, but I'm oh, saying no. he still scares me. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. The, fuck the police, and now he is the police. Yeah. So, so yeah, he has to go, go fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not a cop. He's just playing a cop. He's just playing a cop. He's like, fuck them fools. I'm going to make money playing them. Yeah, so he's playing the cop, walking around, dressed like in Halo characters, uh, yeah. while as hot as like doing squats and stilettos next to him. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> he's living his life. Dude. He's living his best. He's life. He's living his best life. He's a video game junkie. He's having, he's doing it. He's got a wait. Kids. I, I, I see. Loves video games. That's why he's like dressing like Halo outfits and stuff. 
He, yeah, he puts out posts like dressing like a Master Chief outfit. He's like, what do you know about video gaming? <laughs> That's apparently nothing. What do, you, what do you know about video gaming, Ice-T? Jeez. Uh, his handle on Twitter is at final level. So as in like get to the final yeah. level of a video game. He is very video game centric. Has been for wow. a long time. I think he might still do this. You can like, if you follow him or if you friend or whatever gamer tag, uh... Like, you can play video games with him. He's talking to you. He's like, you fools. You don't know nothing about him. I'll take you all out. You know, it's fun, man. He's, he's a real dude. He's a real-ass dude. Oh, man. He's now just a there, rich... I mean, he's now just a rich real-ass yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, there are some celebrities that I would just love to have the chance to, to do something like that with. Just hang out with no. for a bit? Like, no. Say what? Like who? I think Mike Tyson would be fun. Oh, boy. A, oh, a, he's insane. A, he, a, he's insane. B, he has a weed ranch now. Uh, oh, yeah. C, C, he just came... He, he he almost enjoys like making fun of himself. Kind of he's 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 got a new CBD beverage that just came out. You know what it's called? It's got to have a. It's got yes. Kinda kinda yes. What is it? It's called, it's called Dwink. Dwink. D W I I N K. Dwink. Get some of my Dwink. But it's a CBD got, drink. It's my CBC Dwink. Come get some of my CBC Dwink. Yeah. That's, that's ludicrous. It, yeah, yeah exactly. Really ludicrous. It's very ludicrous. It's he okay. is um has the benefit of seemingly being very self aware. Uh, now, uh, nowadays, like for for a while, I, yeah. I say going back to oh, it's been hangover, there's been years. evidence of it going back to that Tyson documentary. Yeah. No, exactly. When that's talked, really, really that's he, really when it came to the forefront. Yeah, he did. A, he sat down with this director James Toback, who Where is now uh, yeah. known as a horrible Me Too type guy, like walking up to girls in New York City and be like, "Hey, you're beautiful. You should be in movies. So why don't you come back to my hotel room oh, and have an audition?" Boy. Like he's jumping right to it, man. He's one of the worst. Uh, but he did a great documentary called Tyson, where he set Mike Tyson down on a couch. And, and he put just the talked. camera on him and just they got just him talk. to talk. Yeah. He just got him to talk. And Mike Tyson, everything except for the, the rape stuff and the, the rape yeah. story, everything except for that, he's like 100% seems like this is all the truth of it. Like, this is what happened, and, and this is what I learned about it, yeah. and I actually learned something I, I from mean, this. This is all the shit. The rape thing for him is still... He still doesn't uh, talk about I've it. Been, I, no, not that. I've been, I was set up, et cetera, et cetera. Here's the real story. I did not... Like, he is very adamant that he is not a rapist. How much do you believe of that, though? Chris, you personally. Personally, man... I think I, it was pretty fucked up I, back I, in those I can't. days. It's a different... I can't. I can't. I'm sure it was a bad situation. <laughs> I'm sure it was not good. He, so put, you, he put himself in a situation that he shouldn't have. He probably acted in a way he shouldn't have. Uh, I am not going to sit here and parse what is rape and what is not rape. No. No, that type I, of deal. I was not there. <laughs> I was not there, but I also, like, I ain't going to be like, sure, Mike. I, like like I the Kobe know. thing. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that was not good, man. No. Shit, shit was bad there. Yeah. yeah, that's why That's why Kobe is still, he has a dark cloud hanging over him still to this day. Um, Casey Affleck still has that over mm -hmm. him and he just did an interview recently where he was like I would never because his allegations stem from the movie I'm Not There that Joaquin Phoenix mockumentary Dang. where Joaquin Phoenix grew out his hair it was all crazy for a acted, while like crazy on yeah. purpose remember he, where he did David Letterman, David Letterman and yeah, like yeah. he didn't speak and Letterman was like what the fuck are you doing and he called him out for it like on air and Joaquin like pushed through it was very awkward um allegations were from that set because he was trying to make this sort of blurry is it real is it not thing and it got out of hand and it got away from him and people acted in a way they shouldn't have and now he has me too allegations against him that are not good not good at all Jesus. and uh it's been hanging over him for a couple of years now and it's already affected him in several ways and he did an interview where it's like yeah I'm trying to learn from it and I would never do that again etc cetera, etc cetera. but it's hard yeah, yeah. And he gotta it's because 
and here's my theory. It's because the pendulum has swung so hard in that direction of, of the patriarchy and rape culture, et cetera, et cetera. It is now swinging back. Universe wants balance. The great magnet wants to balance. Mm-hmm. So now that pendulum has swung back, and it's bad for, <laughs> for the people that benefited from that, right? Yeah. Is it overkill? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yes. But what do you do when you have a roach infestation? You don't just stand around no, stomping the roaches. You, you bomb the whole house. You bomb the house. Fucking Armageddon, dude. And, and Scorched earth. Sorry, baby roaches that I didn't see in the walls. You gotta go. Yeah. Uh, is it overkill? Maybe it's overkill. But then that's the pendulum's gonna then swing back. And, and it's eventually go back leave and forth, it out. Back and forth. It's all, until it gets to the middle. That's um, unless... Uh, you know, scorched earth. We don't live anywhere. <laughs> There's other things. You know, Yellowstone, super volcano goes off. You know, I'm meteor totally, hits us. I'm totally uh, down with all of that. All of it. All of it. We're overdue for all a lot once. of uh, extinction level events. He's got it. He's got the kids to worry about. It's a different world for this guy over here. This I'm somebody's dad. Yeah, you're a dad for Drew. Drew's all alone in this world now. He's it's fine. He, he's alone <laughs> on this rock that's spinning through space that's <laughs> unconnected to anything and has no meaning. You always have me, Drew. You're never alone. That's right. Oh, that's true. You, you guys are all gonna die too. So yeah, that's well. the thing. We're all in it together. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is not me too related, but just I feel like this is the perfect place to bring it up. Sure. Cinema Crespedizo. Yeah. You know what I just found out has a really heavy dark cloud over him, and I don't know how the fuck I missed it. Hmm. Jim Carrey, man, what Whoa. a fall from fucking. Grace got some weird stuff. God, but so much. Yeah, he's a lucky guy. Not not only Mm. the uh, um, uh, cheese Louise vaccination stuff through Jenny McCarthy, but all of the craziness with him, his 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 girlfriend committed suicide, and providing the like what he was getting her medication under a fake name that he had a prescription or something, and uh, so he got sued civilly. By, yeah, family. by her yeah. family. That hasn't been settled out yet, has it? They're still going so. through it, I think. Yeah, it's bad. He's but got man. some bad stuff. And then the whole thing with the Kick-Ass 2. Yeah. That was yeah. weird where he made that movie right at the same time where he came to some sort of... Realization. Uh, of like, <laughs> uh, like oh, uh, the glorification of violence, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I saw someone comment in this sort of way. He seems like a type of guy who discovered mushrooms. He has discovered mushrooms late in life. Yes. This is what's going on. It, it, it sounds it sounds sounds about right. Yeah. Like he he finally broke through that wall uh, and of consciousness that, yeah. but it, it's kind of broken him in a way because now when he does interviews he does a lot of talking about like the connectedness of it all and what it all means. Uh-huh. And you know, yeah. he's really gotten lost on that meta side, which is why he doesn't work so much anymore and he does instead of his paintings. Yeah. And he's a very he weird, very complicated space guy. As, walked, long, as, as long as he doesn't go down that rabbit hole too hard and never comes back, then he'll, I don't he'll be know, fine. Man. He's, yeah, that's the thing. He seems to be going at, that at, way, dude. At oh. a certain point in time, you just... Like, I don't you, know, I think, you can eat a lot of hallucinogens, but you see people who are quote-unquote burned out I, on no, them. I, I, he hasn't gone that far, but it's just a thing where he's like, yeah, he's opened his mind in a way that it's just come too late. Yeah, like, even, Not too late, but it's just so late in the game. It's like, well... Yeah, come for, on, dude. <laughs> thanks for joining the rest of the He didn't have time for it to temper him. It's yeah. just kind of... But so, I, so he's, yeah, he's got weird stuff. Even yeah, in the crazy. Jim and Andy documentary, man, he seems really like... There's something yeah. about him that like, I, I don't know. I want to be thing. around this dude. That's the thing, because he was like, doing all method acting. Like, Andy Kaufman was a shit he star was or whatever. Andy Kaufman. But then people were like, yeah, but Andy Kaufman never acted like He was this. an addict. <laughs> like, like the whole <laughs> Jerry Lawler yeah. thing. Yeah, that like, was all set up. Uh, they were buds. Jerry Lawler was like, yeah, they don't tell him we were friends. Like, he like throwing stuff at Jerry Lawler and his wife and like... He was doing the what people saw on television. Yeah, he was doing the character. He wasn't that. Yes, exactly. So so weird. Poor. That was crazy. If Andy Kaufman is really. Chan- if you are channeling Andy, you're channeling the wrong guy, man. Yeah, just on, uh, method acting is just a way for people to be uh, dicks. Uh, there's a funny method acting joke though in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when that girl is like, "If it's gonna make me that much better, anyway." 
<laughs> um, all right. We got a movie to talk about here. All right. We saw a fun little movie called Peter, The Peanut the, Butter... The Peanut Butter Falcon. The Peanut Butter Falcon. The Peanut Butter Falcon. Made, which uh, the title says nothing about the story. Not, nothing whatsoever. It even sounds like... Ugh, I don't know, what the, it, it made just over $3 million. And how many screens? How many uh, theaters? Under a th- just under 1000 Just under 1000 Not That's not bad. Not bad for this little, literally little tiny movie. Is it indie? Indie? Oh, for sure. It's oh, a yeah. very indie film. Uh, but... It's the type of thing where it's an indie movie, but it's got a great cast. Got for, even for these little tiny roles, it's yeah. got like real, real significant people. Uh, Bruce Dern plays uh, a small role in the beginning. Dakota Fanning is uh, has a part throughout. Yep. She's like Shia third LaBeouf. build. Shia LaBeouf He's, is the lead, arguably. It's yeah. him. It's a two-hander. Okay, so him and Zach Gottsagen. What's like Zach? Gottsagen? 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 G-O-T-T-S-A-G-E-N. Who is Gottsagen. legit special needs, right? Yeah. He's a, he's a Down le- syndrome. Legit, he has Down syndrome, he's but a- fucking does a great job in this movie. He's great. I guess because he's just playing Zach. Yeah, he's playing himself. Because uh, his character's name is Zach. He is Zach. And so the movie, it takes place in the North Carolinas, the outer banks of the Carolinas. Very specific. Yeah. Uh, location. The location itself is a character, that et cetera, et cetera, mm. that little thing. And... um. So he's in an assisted living facility because he has no family and the state doesn't know what to do him. They said his age. Is he 22? 22. 22. 22. Young man. Um, And so his roommate is Bruce Dern and movie starts with him trying to... This is all in the trailer. Yeah. Movie starts with him uh, trying to break out of the facility and uh, he's deemed a flight risk and all this stuff. And his thing is he wants to break out because he wants to go to uh, a fairly nearby uh, wrestling school. Uh, run by Saltwater the, Redneck. the Saltwater Redneck. Who's played by Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah, another oh thing where it's like, <laughs> like a good actor yeah. for this what? little role. Yeah. And he's great, man. Yeah, he's, he, 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 awesome. does, he does a spiel with old brother. And uh, it's like, it looks like low rent, like, uh, like 80s Jim Crockett it, stuff. They even show, like, they're, yeah, they're yeah. sneaking in. Look, he's wearing a Star Trek. Oh, yeah, shirt. No, exactly. That's <laughs> such a great shirt. Uh, they even throw in some, like, footage, like, old-timey wrestling footage yeah. in there uh, to get you, so you know what's going on. He's like, my move is the atomic press. And he picks a guy up and he throws him over the top rope. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's yeah, it's fun. Um, I never realized how much real quick Thomas Hayden Church looks like Ugg from Salute Your Shorts. Yeah, he kind of does. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. He, he really does. Now, <laughs> Jeez, now that Louise. you say it, yeah, Ugg, old ugly, yeah, ugly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch out of that show. Fuck yeah, donkey lips. Ah, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing now online a, a few times now. Um, Camp Onawana shirts, shirts. like they look like yeah. a, it's like a logo. Like I actually went to Camp Nick, Onawana. Great, you, so get those. We'll get some uh, Hey Dude fucking T-shirt. Oh, get the, the <laughs> what was the name of the ranch though? I don't remember. That's the thing. Oh. Everyone knows Camp Onawana. Yeah. I don't think everyone, everyone remembers the name of that ranch. Yeah. Uh, I want what I do want to get is the uh, the official Mandy Tiger baseball tee. You see that shirt? You see that shirt? They got it. <laughs> they do. It's a baseball tee like that. Yeah, orange and black. Yeah, Tiger. Yeah, it's like forty four bucks. I'm sure. <laughs> it's worth the nostalgia. Oh my god, it's such a cool shirt. Um, so he he wants to get out and go to school. Meanwhile, in the same town, Shia LaBeouf plays this dude who uh, he's like stealing crab traps. And he's working for this guy, but he's a real dirtbag about it. And he makes himself some enemies with the local, local crabbers there. One of them is played by John Hawks, who's fantastic. Yes. And uh, he makes enough enemies and makes enough dumb choices where he finds himself on the run. At the same time as Zach finally gets out of this place, he goes on the run. They meet up, dude. He, he and it's the two of them together. I love how they went south. Straight greased up deaf guy from fucking yeah. 
You know, yeah, no, well, dude, they grease them up. No, seriously, he gets greased up and he breaks out in only his underwear. So there's a greased up kid with Down syndrome running around the streets. Yeah, right, it's right down the street. one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen in my life. It's a fun, funny, cute little movie. It's, it's very. I mean, they even quote. They, they, even, they, they even name drop Mark Twain. They, they, exactly, they, they name drop like Mark Twain, and it's very Mark Twainy. They do name drop Lord of the Flies as well, and there's yeah. a couple oh. parts that are kind of like that. Mm-hmm. So, but it's a very uh, fire at night. Like, yeah, it's a very at the moon and stuff. It's a very lighthearted, fun little movie, and uh, you would love it because uh, Jake the Snake Roberts and Mick Foley uh, are in it. Yeah. yeah, they pop up in the wrestling section of the movie towards the end. Jake the Snake Roberts. I should put subtitles on there anytime he speaks. Ridiculous. I ever tell you my very first show I ever worked in the business? I was five months in. Mm-hmm. My trainers told me, hey, there's a show in Cocoa Beach. Dress nice because you're going to be the cameraman. Okay. By then, I had already started developing the Simon Says manager character and blah, blah, blah. I yeah. get there and they're like, surprise, you're managing in front of 2,400 people at the Cocoa Beach Expo Center. Main event was the alpha male Monty Brown versus Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner. <laughs> nice. The Dudley boys were on at Billy Gunn. My match, I managed two of my trainers yeah. against badass Billy Gunn. And Ron the Truth Killings. So, I, don't, I don't know the second name. Uh, our uh, R-Truth in R-Truth. WWE now. He's a, a black guy. Still wrestling? Yeah, he's the okay. 24-7 champ. And, okay, wow. He uh, Anyway, so long story short, the locker room star-studded. The, 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 the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, is back there. Wow. Jake the Snake is on the show. Raven, AJ Styles. It's, it's this big what thing. What year is this? 2007. Bless you. I'm sorry, 2006. That's, that's three. Bless you. I almost had to finish your drinks. Oh, my God. That's a lot of bubbles there. That yeah. Be get, oh, that's my digestion. Thrown up all over this yeah. table. Uh, um, okay. So we're sitting there, and uh, conversation happens. Billy Gunn says something to me that kind of freaks me out. He's like, hey, are you nervous? Don't be nervous. Just go out there, do your thing. But if you fuck up, I'll beat your ass. <laughs> yeah, so I so yeah, yeah. Jake was thinking, uh, come here, kid. Sit down. Come here, kid. So I sit in a chair next to him. Right, he's a giant. He's got a. You're a big he's guy. He's enormous. You're a big guy. He is a giant. He's enormous. <laughs> yeah. He's got this you white see towel this movie. <laughs> draped over his lap, right? And he goes, "Come here, kid, sit down." So I sit down, and he takes the towel and he drapes it over his shoulders, and he leans back, and he's butt naked, and he goes, "God damn, kid, you ever wake up in the morning and say to yourself?" Can't even fucking die right. It's like, <laughs> like, holy cow. Whoa, Jake. So I'm that look- got real dark real quick. <laughs> so I'm like looking around, and luckily Devon, who was my trainer, yeah, yeah, yeah. was with an earshot, and he's kind of, he gives me the <laughs> cover, like a like, finger to the yeah. lip. Shh. Don't say anything. Just quietly walk up. Don't so, see the towel over his face at this point. So I get up, and I start walking away, and Jake goes, what, I scare you off? I guess, <laughs> I guess we're done talking. He's like, oh, thank you, Mr. Just, Mr. The Snake. <laughs> Mr. Roberts. Yeah, that was five months into the wrestling business. Holy yeah, cow. Yeah, yeah he, he's legendarily Can't uh, even die, right? <laughs> legendarily oof. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that Beyond the Mat documentary. Yeah. On point. Yeah, I, I was, that's when I was living in Staten Island. I went into the city. I went all the way into Manhattan to see it. I was like, that's a close theater. It's all for Times Square. I'm going to go. It was so worth it. Yeah, so I, I used to watch it and say, I wonder how much of this is exaggerated. And then I met him, and I said, "None, none, none. No, nothing." The undersold it. The they they left stuff on the. You can't make this guy look this bad. That's amazing. This is terrible. That's amazing. We got to think about our liability here. What if he dies? Um, They don't get that too far into it in this movie. He's 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 just a guy called Samson. He's not himself. He's no. He's still smoking cigarettes, and he's like he's not good. But he's got the longest ash I think I've seen in a movie. (laughs) He's got long (laughs) ash. He's like. 
Uh, he's in it. McFoley just plays a guy who does like a little bit of ring announcing. He's the referee, yeah. so, but he gets a he but gets a but, great but, shot but, of his mangled ear. Yeah, yeah. but it's McFoley, and he's got like a blood eye for some reason. Like Mick, what what did you do yesterday? He's still wrestling. He's still wrestling. <laughs> he, he probably just got back from Japan and from a fucking cage match or something. Falling on C four explosives. Yeah, just save that money, Mick. Yeah, save that cactus jack. That bang bang money. <laughs> Um, now he's either just getting killed. Uh, it was, it's like a good fun movie, but it's also the type of thing where it's like, I feel like in 10, 15, 20 years, people are like, hey, you ever see that, uh, Shia LaBeouf Down Syndrome Kid movie? Like, what? People are like, what are you talking yeah. about? Um, yeah, I think it's called The Peanut Butter it's, Something. It's got a weird name about food, and it's like wrestling, it, it's actually pretty good. It was pretty good, too. Deep yeah. Underground. Yeah. And it's, but yeah, it was like, very enjoyable. How many, we saw it in a pretty full theater, actually. Yeah, there was, was a decent amount of people in there. Right? It got laughs. Uh, it got some like <gasps> some gasps and stuff from some audience members at certain points. So does a kid actually wrestle? Uh, well, well, I mean, I mean, that's well. Go ahead, you watch this. You <laughs> oh, oh come on! No, that's that's the point of the movie. Does I he, do know. Does that... he make it to the school? Does what happens to Shia LaBeouf? It's a, also I want to say Shia's uh, great. He mm. is. He's really good in this movie. He's really good in this movie. It, Guy's got real talent. He's a good actor. But he's an asshole in real life. He's, I think he's bipolar. Ooh. I think that's what's going on. Uh, it's some sort of, it's either that, I don't know if it's a personality disorder, borderline personality disorder, I don't know if it's that type of thing. He, he definitely has issues. And being an actor, a popular actor in Transformers and in very big movies, he's uh, in the spotlight. Mm, People right. see him and he does things out in public. He interrupted like a Broadway performance of uh, uh, Chicago Cabaret. He went to a cabaret performance and like got disruptive in the audience and had to get escorted out and he was arrested. This was like five years ago, maybe. He got in a couple fights. You know, uh, when he did Fury, you see this in the movie, Drew. You see the cuts on his face. Yeah. When he did Fury, he pulled out a tooth for real and then he and then he cut two lines into his face and then while making the movie, he kept uh kept the cuts open with a knife. Now he has two scars on his face, oh, two, two oh. little lines there. So if you see so he Fury, yanked, really, he yanked out his own fucking tooth and then he yanked out a tooth and then they're like, why? Well, no one asked you to do this he's like well, I think my character would uh, be missing a tooth I mean yeah I mean it worked it de- I mean definitely went I've heard from so two, it worked yeah. <laughs> I've heard from two different trivia people of mine from completely opposite walks of life that they took a tour of Hollywood mm-hmm. and both of them happened to pull alongside Shia LaBeouf like walking or running mm-hmm. and the tour guide was like hey Shia give us a wave and he just kind of just flipped uh, the yeah, bird like, of course yeah he's, he's like a yeah he hates he's acted as a young kid he had artistic parents who were also like sort of Gypsy roaming around town, and you know, he so had a very unstable uh, up. He's a movie of his is coming out soon, yeah, called Honey Dad, Honey Something, something like that. Uh, where he plays his own dad, he plays his own dad. What? He, he's, a, he's gonna play his own dad, and he found someone to play him because, yeah, he had, oh, it's about his life, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He made a movie about his own life, and he's gonna play his own dad, and uh, it's coming out very soon, I yeah. think. And he's a very interesting, fucked up guy, man. He's he just one of my problems, but then he's super talented, and then he makes a nice movie like this. Where it's like the the thing I felt drew this movie it made me think of like it's like sort of the best of humanity the most of humanity mm-hmm. the greed the bad decisions the good decisions the longing for a connection and other people and you know it's like lost people coming together and form that old dumb thing of a but it works we don't have a family to, yeah. what was his line in the movie uh, well, Bruce Stern's uh, fre- wait friends of the family you choose friends, a family you choose exactly. get that embroidered on a pillow yeah, yeah exactly put it on a wall and he's like uh, you want to invite us to my birthday party and it's like alright that's how you know your friends when you get invited when you get an invite to that birthday party you're mm-hmm. in with Zach. You're good to yep. go. Uh, 95% of the tomato meter. Makes sense. Yeah, but what's the what's the average rating, though? I bet you average rating is closer to like 8, right? 7.5. 7.5, yeah. Because it's, it's an hard to not like this movie. 
that type of thing. It's a good story. A simple story. Told well. Not mm-hmm. overdone. Not overdone nope. at all. And they don't shove the wrestling down your throat either. No. The way they do the wrestling, you you would love the way they do the wrestling. Because it's for sure super low budget, low rent. But they glamorize Southern it. wrestling. No, Zach glamorized it. The movie though was like, look at this, look yeah. at these guys. <laughs> but they, but they're into it. Though. Yeah, it doesn't look down on them. It is, okay, it dude, is what it is. I don't know, know if it was gonna like making wrestling look like a dumb, like, no. like look how dumb it is to like wrestling. No, yeah, no, no. no. It's- Bunch of my friends who work out at Gangrel School, at the Gangrel Wrestling <laughs> Asylum. Well, did, I did not know Gangrel had a school. Yeah, in South Florida, the kid just showed up. That's the awesome. kid that plays Zach was there taking pictures, and I don't know what. Oh, he, that's cute. So that's very cool. Uh, yeah, he he's uh, he's good. He's good in it. Shia is great. Dakota Fanning's good. Mm-hmm. Everyone, it's well acted. It's a good story. Not well Dakota sold. Fanning. Dakota Johnson. Dakota Johnson. Do One you guys like South Dakota, North Dakota? Do you guys <laughs> like Shia? So you do overall, yeah. Enjoy him. I enjoy seeing him. In, I, I mean, I like him in movies because fir- he brings that. He brings that I mean, energy. To first, right. first time I saw him in Holes, I was like, oh, oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> I have always liked him since. Uh, yeah. since Holes was good. And, I liked it. And uh, the Transformers movies, sort of, it was all they, right. They weren't the best thing for him, I think, psychologically at that time. But he the, acted the spotlight good and all that. But well, he's, he's finding them. It's not like they gave him that much to do in them. No. You know, he just I mean, like, run from the explosion this way. No, I mean, come run. on. If Mark Wahlberg can do it, then anybody can. What about that? Is he hear about these fucking Autobots? <laughs> what was he in Secret Window or Disturbia or... or... That, it was a huge movie, Disturbia, which was the that loose remake of Rear Window, mm. right? And then that was a huge, huge hit. So that guy... Uh, that director got a bunch of money, and Spielberg as his producer. I think Spielberg produced that as well. Uh, and then brought Shy in again. Do you remember what was that movie though? Um, not Eagle Eye. Eagle Eye. Yeah. Oh, Eagle that, Eye. Yeah. Eagle Eye. Weird yeah. as fuck. Weird as fuck movie. Super loose remake of uh, North by Northwest, yeah. which is a sort Hitchcock. of stolen identity uh, Hitchcock movie. So they were doing this thing where they're like, we're just going to sort of do loose remakes, updates of these Hitchcock movies with Shia LaBeouf. And then Eagle Eye did not have the same reception as at all as Disturbia. And then uh, Transformers 3 came, and then he started doing all those weird art projects. Yeah. I was thinking about this while we're watching the movie, the thing where... He, he rents out like an art gallery yeah. and he sat in a room and he put a paper bag over his head. And he just sat there. And then he just sat there. And I can't remember. the people, I think. I, now, here's the thing. I can't remember if he uh, charged or if it was free, but he, a line of people lined up for this to go into this room one by one. He's sitting in a room that looks smaller than this one and he's sitting there, just sitting there with a bag on his head. The rules were you're not allowed to touch him. You can't take the bag off his head and you weren't allowed to have pictures or a camera. I... In hindsight, I think he set up those rules to see to allow give rules for people to break. Yeah, because uh, someone did walk in. It's probably still on YouTube. Someone walked in and with the camera with their phone on, and there was a dude sitting there with the bag on his head, and the guy was like talking. He's like, you know, shy blah blah. Yeah, like two minutes, and um, he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the bag over. Is that okay? And like shy, he didn't move. He's like, I just want to see if it's really you. And he reached over slowly and he picks the bag up off his head. And shy is like looking up at him and it's looking, he looks so sad. Shy looks so sad. <laughs> and this puppy dog looking his face like. But he let him take the bag off? He did. Didn't move, didn't say nothing. He took the bag off, lifted it up. He's like, it's okay. And then he put the bag back down, like slowly lowered it back on. So it was on him. That's him. (laughs) And he's like, all right, that's him. He's like, well, thank you, Shia. (laughs) So he broke the rules. He was like, he touched him. He lifted the bag off. He recorded everything. Shia said nothing. Put it online. So I think that's why he made the rules, so that people would have something to break. But you could sit there, you could talk to him, you could say whatever you want, you could just observe him. But he didn't talk back? No, nope. did, did not talk back. Just sat there silent. How long time. was he how long did he sit there for? I, I maybe like eight hours, like an eight hour shift or something. Maybe what I don't know the... if he did it shorter, I can't remember, but it was for uh, a few days. 
You did it for a few days. On a fucking, from one to Nick Nolte, how fucking crazy is that? Oh, that's like a uh, Gary Busey? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's on the Busey scale. Jeez Louise. Definitely. That's a, uh, that's that's a, a Gary Busey. That's a Busey. That's a young Busey. That's a pre-accident Busey. The, uh, and then he did a thing where he was like, like, I'm getting off the grid. I'm trying to get away from people. So he went and disappeared and went to some, like, uh, uh, cabin in the woods somewhere to hide away. And then, for some reason, someone found him. And, like, took a picture of him, like, looking through the window of this cabin. And he's like, God damn it. He was so mad that he couldn't, like, get away from no one. It was, it's a weird. He's a weird guy. That's the price that comes with celebrity, folks. It is. But yeah. God people, damn it. Some people get it worse than others, you know. Um, some people hide out successfully. Uh, but then they don't cause as much... Uh, Crazy bullshit. Crazy bullshit. You know, Keanu Reeves is allowed to live his private life. It's because he doesn't go to fucking, you know. Because he doesn't he, draw attention yeah, to himself, exactly. man. But, but I'm saying Shia got himself to a point where he tried to leave and he went off into the wilderness and someone followed him. But the thing is, like, he had, done, he had done so much bad shit, crazy things beforehand mm-hmm. to give people a reason. Like, hey, this guy's obviously off his rocker. I wonder what he's doing over there. That, so, so yeah, you're interested. He put himself in that position. But if yes. you live a straight and narrow and you're off, no one's going to give a fuck about what you're doing, no matter how you famous can, you are. They're going to You're going to be a Tom Hanks. Yes. Right? Or uh, Jeff Daniels uh, lives in Michigan. Yeah. People are in, people are excited yeah. to see you in public, but they're not actively seeking to see what, the, what, what, what newsworthy thing you're going to do. But then you do get to a certain level it is a rare level celebrity where no matter where you go you're gonna be uh mobbed you get your taylor swifts and your uh your kardashians tom cruises and like and then you got the people who like fucking donald trump in the 90s the son of a bitch he would call the paparazzi and be like hey i'm going to I'm gonna be at this restaurant you know so if you want to i don't know send some people there to take pictures and they'd be like oh, fine sure god damn it yeah sure because they knew they could sell that to <laughs> national choir donnie's friends newspaper for like 100 bucks or whatever anyway you can, just, you, can, you can rig it. You can avoid it. Uh, I will just never understand, and it happens a lot in wrestling, too, with these, these people that, that don't like to be approached at all in public. Like I get, don't interrupt me while I'm eating. Right. If I'm in the bathroom at the fucking urinal, don't ask me to sign something because I'm going to sign it with my dick. Like, I'm, if I'm, I'm doing be, something with my kids, I'm leave us the fuck alone. That, like, it's different. I Look, I'm not, this goes without saying, I'm not a fucking celebrity by any stretch of the imagination, but there was a period of time where I was recognizable within the Lord, like, Georgia Alabama and sure. Florida because I wrestled so vastly. Yeah, and I I was never like, hey Simon, can I get a picture with you? And like, oh fuck you, vulture! <laughs> but weren't you? Come a, on, weren't you a bad guy? I was, but when I was a baby face for a short <laughs> time here for, through vintage, yeah, bro, it was like, and this is, again, this is not to suck my own dick or like, oh Simon, such a big shot. Right, right. There, there were fans who were like, oh, finally, I've been entertained by this guy for years, and I couldn't say anything because he would fucking roast me if I complimented him. <laughs> now we can take pick now. Simon's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that's the reason you're famous. So even as a heel, if a, if a fan came and acknowledged me, you'd be like, "Oh, fine, shit, I'd, kid. I uh, you want a picture? Five dollars. <laughs> Go ask your dad for five dollars. <laughs> or then I, I would make like an angry face, like a. Yeah, but yeah. I would still take the picture. I wouldn't tell him, "Hey, buzz off, go right. go gargle bleach." Yeah, still, yeah, yeah. Fan service right there in the moment is he doing your job? You are significant because of these people. If no, one, if they don't give a moist fart about you, then you're not gonna <laughs> fucking do anything. Yeah, guy, I think you will really enjoy this movie. Uh, I don't know if it's ever gonna play like the drive-in theater or something like that that he likes to go my, to. My frequent, yeah. They only <laughs> they only have a couple of screens there, but uh, when it comes to some sort of streaming service, I think you should uh, give it the. Where did you? you How long was it? Ninety minutes. It was a short movie. And Zion? Um, no, Regal. What? Yeah, because like you said, it played at almost a thousand screens. No. It had a, had a decent release. A thousand is technically no. a wide release. So it's playing at some Regals. You know. huh. um, 90 minutes, was it, roughly? Do you remember? It was pretty short. 
Peanut Butter Falcon. Peanut Butter. That's his wrestling name. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, where does the name come from? That's his wrestling That's name. That's so cute. He's That's a, awesome. Yeah, he's well, good, a, man. He's a Peanut Butter Falcon. But it's a feel-good film. It's, a, it's yes. a good, feel-good, nice little movie that, uh, yeah, I, I enjoy it. And it gets two, Drewster Cogburn, Chris Badiso, five bongs up. <laughs> I mean, maybe three and a half. Yeah. Oh, three <laughs> and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a three yeah. and a half. Three and a half bongs, says the Orlando Weekly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Weekly. Ugh. Oh, no, not the Weekly, the Sentinel. The Sentinel. I will only write for the Sentinel. Um, okay, let's talk about what you're watching. I watched episode one of Righteous Gemstones. You watch that, Drew? Nope, not yet. What is that? It's on the list. Oh, it is the new... Holy cow. <laughs> it's the new... There's never been a more so, glowing review what, on this show other than... <laughs> it's Danny McBride and... It's Anne McBride. Danny McBride. Adam, the Adam Devine. Adam Devine. Or Devine. Ad- Devine. I don't know. Because <laughs> well, there's, there's, the, there's the one who's the singer for the Maroon 5, then there's, then there's the funny one. And then there's the funny from, one from Workaholic. I don't know which one's which. Okay, so <laughs> you, may, you may like this. You're Catholic. Right, uh, something, something. Well, no, exactly. Well, did you grow up? Did you grow up in church? <laughs> I did. I did. Grow up in churches, cathedrals, exactly. or what kind of churches? No, they were pretty big. They were big churches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, uh, is, this is about a family who runs a <laughs> mega church, like that, run, like an arena, like the televangelist okay, people. But that, okay, yeah, like the Olsteins. There's a difference between a big, like stained glass and blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, apparently these guys are running the church like a like the mob. Yes, there was a church, yes. and I went to Connecticut <laughs> when I moved back there for my senior year. My my girlfriend's mom took us, bro. There was a, a they baptized people in an Olympic sized swimming pool. Wow, there was escalator. bro. I'm not. I'm, my, my church had an elevator, so there was an escalator. Uh, it went up one story. It's really for wheelchairs. <laughs> this had an elevator and an escalator down to a restaurant. You walked in and there was fucking Titan Trons. Bro, I expected pyro. Legit. Yeah. yeah. I, I expected like fucking, welcome to Churchzilla. <laughs> well, well, the church I went to, Gateway Cathedral, which I believe is still around Staten in high school, They that was the end goal. That's what they were trying to get to. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so I was in, in their like middle phase where they had attendance in like 500 per per service two services on a Sunday and uh, they did big productions and they had a big auditorium they didn't have an Olympic size swimming pool but they did have like a, a tub under the stage they had a big stage and then you lift up a panel and there was a tub down there for baptisms, for baptisms and stuff for the big baptismal ceremonies and things uh, when they did the Christmas celebration they rented like donkeys and stuff to be coming down the aisles and things Busloads of people from other churches were coming to this one for Spanish the, church. Uh, no, non-denominational oh. American, like flat English. It was New York, so the pastor with Italian Mercado was like, "Hey, it's like a cabagoo, the vanguili, the capicola, the mozzarella. I got the peppers, the hot and cold, the capers, All of his sermons were about food. Oh Actually, not. Not joking, he did. Uh, sure, this wasn't a church's chi- chicken. A church's chicken. This was actually a church's chicken. The not joking, he did have heart surgery because uh, he did like eat poorly. He was a skinny man, yeah. but he ate poorly. So he, by the time I went to that church, he already had had heart surgery, and he was on a super strict diet that he never strayed from. He was like renowned for his eating habits. So it got to the point where almost once a sermon, he mentioned some sort of like lasagna, food that he can't eat some anymore, some sort of like <laughs> super saucy, super cheesy food with lots of meat. And he's like, oh, it's like, oh. No. And you see him drooling on the stage for a second. Like, whoa, this guy misses food for real. Yeah. Uh, that was between sermons about tithing. So he, uh, this show is, a, uh, John Goodman's the, ma- the patriarch. Oh. And they are mega rich, mega, mega running like the mob. Local celebrities. And um, within like the first five or ten minutes, 
there's like a blackmail of scandalous behavior going on. And I'll just say this. I'll just say this because you guys haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, the first episode starts in a way. It's not like Blue Ruin, Drew. The first episode starts in a way like, oh, I think this is what the whole sh- season is going to be about. And that happens in like 10 minutes the and first, then you see everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. The first episode. Yeah. It's like by the time the episode ended, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. I can't wait to see the next episode, which starts well, this tonight. It's, yeah. a, it's a Sunday night oh, show so on, on HBO. No. It's on HBO. HBO. And uh, you got that HBO? Yeah, do. You do. Yeah. There you go, buddy. First episode's out now. It's a lot of fun. R-rated show. You had me at John Goodman. Right? John Goodman's fantastic. Danny McBride. Danny McBride is essentially the Whoa! lead. That's Mc- it. You McBride's, got it. McBride's the lead. God damn. And here's the thing. So I'm watching a show, too. I will say this as I'm watching. Like, it's a pretty slick, good-looking show. Um, the foot fist away, eastbound and down. All the Danny McBride stuff, uh, Your Highness, he made all that with Jody Hill and David Gordon Green. His yeah. two buddies, who they all went to film school together. Who did, Hall- they did Halloween, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, uh, David Gordon Green directed Halloween, and uh, he co-wrote it with McBride, correct. And uh, and Jody Hill, he did Observe and Report, which he got McBride mm, yep. a small role in, and all this stuff. So uh, they've been working for a while, and... McBride, when he met them in film school, he wanted to be a director as well. I'm watching the show. I'm like, man, it, it, it looks like all that stuff, but it looks a little slicker. And then it says directed by... At the end, <laughs> it's written and directed by Danny McBride. I was like, motherfucker. He did it. <laughs> motherfucker did it. Because he always wanted to be a director. Yeah. That's how he got... The acting thing was just because... He started acting because um, the movie All the Real Girls, the Paul Schneider, um, Zoe Deschanel movie mm-hmm. that David Gordon Green did... Um, they had a the dumb side character who the actor dropped out. They needed somebody. It's like, Danny, we need someone. He's like, all right, I'll do your stupid fucking movie. And that's how he got... The, that was our first thing. Same thing happened to um, uh, Luke Wilson. Yeah. He went to school with um, uh, Paul Thomas... No, Wes Anderson. Went to school with Wes Anderson. He didn't want to be an actor. Which is why he's in all Wes Anderson's movies. Which is why he's in all his movies, because <laughs> they're friends. And uh, he didn't want to be an actor. Luke Wilson did want to yeah. be an actor. Owen did not. He wanted to be a writer. And... Um, they were like, we need we need someone to play this role in this movie, Bottle Rocket. We can't find anyone. Like, please, Owen, play it. He's like, no, man, I don't want to do it. It's like, come on. It's like, come on, your brother's already in it. He's we're like, all doing this together. He's like, wow, okay, fine. So then he does it, <laughs> and, then he, and then he's great in it. And everybody's like, who is this guy? And then what's he, up with his nose? And what's oh, up like, with his crazy nose? It got broken a couple times. That's, I think that was a big... Uh, in his favor, you know, yeah, like, yeah, uh, give him a distinct look, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Distinct. Um, ends up having a full fucking acting career when the whole time you just want to be a writer. Poor guy, the poor guy, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> poor famous poor, rich guy, <laughs> poor, poor Owen. These poor guys who just want to do their real thing have to be famous other ways. Uh, it's, I mean, it's hard being a white male in America, Simon. <laughs> having have people needing help sorting their piles of money, <laughs> dude. So much money. <laughs> Got a got a rubber band. Yeah, motherfuckers. It's a fantastic show. I highly recommend it. Uh, it's got it all. It's got it's got uh, jokes. It's got uh, brotherly rivalries, and it's got titties. Titties? Oh, yeah, that's it. It's got penises. It's, it's HBO. Oh, uh, no, it's uh, got it all, buddy. Yeah, checks and, all. I guess checks and balances. I guess. Yeah, no, you gotta get G- something for Game, Jen. G- Game yeah, of Thrones true, true. really started the whole evening out of the male to female nudity. But, thing. You know yeah, what? Lots of floppy dicks. Yes. Yes. You know what? If it's, it's it's what we're watching. Glow season three. Yeah, mm-hmm. watching that. I, I just finished it. Has an alarming amount of fucking nudity. All right, mm-hmm. and then and then when you least expect it, there's a big floppy dick. <laughs> I don't know what, mm-hmm. bro. Nothing of that in the first two seasons. We, that's because it's 
coming back around. Well, it's coming around to it. Like, I'm talking about the pendulum. The yeah. pendulum is swinging around. We've gone female nudity so hard. Male nudity, no. We can't, we can't be showing dicks. So long as there's a fucking dick. Uh, we need the ladies <laughs> want to see some dicks. Let the ladies, if we're going to see some boobs, let the ladies see some dicks. Do you think the ladies want to see the boobs? Uh, like, they're like, God damn it, here's another vagina. Like, I, I got a vagina. <laughs> I don't want to see Sharon Stone's vagina. Sharon Stone's like, look at my vagina. Let's see, let's see Michael Douglas's dick. Come on. He's waved around in a few movies. We got, oh, yeah, I know Drew just made a face like, I'm sorry, man. I mean, at this point in time, I, I, mean, dick. I mean, well, not now. I don't see his dick I was about now. to say, like, back in the day, yeah, I mean, would have been whatever. Well, de-age it. We'll, we'll do the Marvel de-aging of the dick. Why are those? We'll, 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 we'll darken the so pubes. So now we're de-aging dicks? We'll de-age it. We'll darken the pubes. We'll take out some wrinkles. <laughs> take a few spots away. There was that a spot mo- wasn't there <laughs> 20 years ago. That movie with Chris Pratt when he's in outer space with, uh, what's her name? Passengers with J-Law. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did. yeah. There's a shower scene, I guess, where I read some article was where there? his dick was his dick was taped down and I the think tape wasn't holding. So in that scene, no. I guess the whole cast got to see his dick and he was like up in arms about it because he's, well, like, he's a Christian. Yeah. He's like, just, just, just film the scene. Fine, I don't care. Yeah, that may, that may be a personal beliefs thing where it's like, because uh, he hasn't done a movie also with has he? I don't think so. But Ryan he does, Reynolds he does PG thirteen stuff. Yeah. Chris Ryan Reynolds' dick is out in Deadpool, in the fire scene it, where he's fighting Ajax. Yeah, that and uh, Deadpool two, they do a baby dick joke. Yeah. Oh yeah, but that wasn't really was that was that his dick? Mike or does CG baby dick? It was fake. It was fake from the beginning. You know, he was sitting there with the green socks on his legs. They're like, oh, take that out and post. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, so the dick's got to come back around. There's a Duplass show. Uh, Mark Duplass, he's doing something where it's an adult show and it's got nudity in it, and they're like trying to do a one to one. Like, we got a naked lady? Well, we got. Naked we, dude? We got to have a naked guy in here somewhere. Jeez. So, yeah. I just, for honestly, with Glow, I, I, didn't, I didn't see the need. Huh? Well, go, I mean, in the very first episode, they, they got titties. Oh, yeah, lots of titties. Alison Bree is like out there flashing her, her breasts. Her, her, her. Yeah. So it's like, like I said, it's just it's the pendulum just coming back around. Yeah. So the, the dicks ain't for you. You know, they're for the other people, yeah. to be honest. You gotta, you gotta recognize that when you get some nice tits. Like, I'm watching a lot of 80s stuff. Like, I'm watching, I watch this movie, Cuffs. Uh, this uh, it's a Christian Slater movie that's absolutely terrible. Terrible. Don't watch it, people. Don't watch it. Uh, like I said, New Jack City. Titties galore, New Jack City. So nice many ones. titties. Uh, yeah, pretty good ones. And because it's all young women working in the in the cocaine and the crack sorting facility. Uh, so for, as we know, high security reasons, you got to do it naked. So they got titties everywhere. Uh, I'm going to enjoy some titties. What was I just watching? Um, uh, the Beastmaster. Man. Oh, God. Oh, that is fucking titty crazy. The women in that movie are so gorgeous. But then also, it also has John Amos dressed like uh, Judas Priest. Like, it's also as homoerotic as it is uh, hetero. So mm-hmm. maybe that's not a good example. Anyway, sex is for everyone, man. You got to some. I'm all for the dicks being out there. Okay. So I can enjoy my titties. That's very progressive. <laughs> That's I'm, trying, I'm, trying, I'm trying to be open-minded. If we all open our minds, then 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 we're going good. Since, all right, I threw my movie stuff out there. You guys should watch Righteous Gems. Oh, I want to throw this out there, too. I saw the amazing Jonathan documentary. Oh. Um, Hulu is pretty interesting. Yeah. I was obsessed with him growing up. So I, post, I. I posted yeah, on yeah, the... Yeah, I, lo- I loved him growing up. That special, that comedy special he has oh, is yeah. incredible. Excuse me, man, do you like birds? And he just flipped off the old lady yeah, in the crowd. Fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. So shows a lot of his old jokes, shows him doing some new ones. I thought it was going to be about the whole stem cell thing and how he went to South America. He was dying. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, he was he was diagnosed with the cardiomyopathy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah, yeah. he was like, he did a farewell yeah. tour. He came here to town, did Oof. a Tom and Dan interview where he dished dirt on everyone. He's like, what do you want to know about? He's like, he, he gave all the truths out. It was a fantastic interview. And um, and he was there with like an oxygen tank and they, he had lost all this weight and all this stuff. And uh, then he goes to South America, got some stem cell stuff, came back, did Tom and Dan, Dan again without the oxygen tank. He walked in like on his own power 
and he talked about how like uh, his a toe that amputated a toe it was like growing back or he was growing like a new toe he had a nub on his foot that was growing from the stem cell stuff he had to like cut back on it actually uh so he's like living it day to day now the documentary is not about that it's about his tour that he's putting together after all that stuff so he doesn't even mention the only time stem cells comes up is in one of his jokes mm. where he, he sticks a straw in the back of a like a baby baby doll mm-hmm. and then his wife comes out in a grim reaper outfit and then he picks up the doll and starts <laughs> sucking on the straw and then the, and then the grim reaper like fades away yeah. it's a funny joke yeah it's a good joke he's still got it it gets more into his drug addiction, his drug problem, his long lifelong drug habits that he's been very open about. And what, like cocaine and stuff, I guess? Uh, meth. Heroin. What? Meth, really. How the fuck did I not know this? We None of us, I mean, it's private lives, man. Damn, we don't dude. see him going into the bathroom before the show and, and hit that meth pipe before he comes out and does a great energetic show. I was always wondering why he was so sweaty all the time. and uh... Yeah, why he does a lot of drugs about cocaine. Mm-hmm. You know, big cocaine user, too. Absolutely. Um, now it's meth these days. It's all speed, however you want to call it. He called it speed, which is very funny. That's fine. That's very, very, it's just very, meth. very, wait, very so, 60s of him. Wait, so he's still still doing it? or, or? Absolutely. Oh, every yeah. every few hours, type of guy where it's like, I don't get high anymore. Now he's just do it not to be sick. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now he does it to be even, to even out. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. It's sad. It's called, it's called addiction. So that yeah. becomes a big part of it. And then there's another aspect of the movie which is kind of a fun reveal that I don't want to say, but then it takes over what the documentary is about. So going into it, what do you think the movie is going to be about? It's not about that. It, it takes some interesting turns. Now, I will say this. By the end of the movie, is it a, a successful film? Yeah, It's an okay film. Damn. It's okay. But it does give you some interesting insight on Amazing Jonathan. I think I asked you on the on, on cinema that would like break your heart or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's like it gives you. Don't meet your heroes that time. Uh, <laughs> fuck. But listen, you've met them. You've met Jake the Stink Roberts. Yeah, well, then there's Some, that. Sometimes, what was the quote? Sometimes yeah. you can't even die right. <laughs> Wake up in the morning, can't even die right. Yeah, that's fuck off, Jake. <laughs> Thanks for the inspiring quote. You so fuck. that's what I'm watching. You said you watched Glow season three. Anything else? What are you watching? Yeah, I was very disappointed though. I can't. I cannot overstate my disappointment, disillusionment, and, and borderline like frustration and anger with Glow three. Man, but you like one and two? Loved it. So why why did it fail you this time? The most obvious thing people think is, oh, Simon of Quick wasn't enough wrestling for you. That wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. They it was plotline after plotline after plotline after plotline after plotline. Yeah. Every, everybody had a spider web of, of a plotline, and then they resolved. Very little, uh, and I felt that a lot of it was like for shock value or mm-hmm. like over dramatic. What do you need that? You don't fucking what is what? Yeah, got, got, got gambling addiction now, and then lesbian <laughs> troubles, and then you know uh, a, a group of, of drag queens putting on a show. So too and it gets, many ideas, and it gets sabotaged with a bunch of people writing the the you know the word faggot on the wall and stuff. And it's like what this doesn't need. The show doesn't need. Well, the first season is just about them building the, the league and then and putting it out there, right? So by the third season, it's already out there. It's successful. They need something. Now you're getting into the melodrama. Yeah, but I don't mind that. It's just so much (laughs) and so many different things. There's addiction, and then there's a guy fighting with his sexuality and being attracted to men. And then there's drug addiction, and then there's a mother struggling with being a a parent who is away from her child. Mm -hmm. And then there's a girl who develops a gambling addiction. And then there's a girl who is gay but doesn't want to acknowledge that she's gay. So, uh, bro, it's a lot. lot. That's crazy. It's it's, it's too much. Yeah, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. It's too much. So I just finished that, and I'm looking looking for something to start. Well, a bit of a thumbs down on that one. Yeah, big time. Well, right. 
righteous gemstone just starting you can start that mm-hmm. um movie what was the last movie you went the last film i saw on my cinema crespediso was that uh, the uh that the drive-in it might be what was the last time i went to the drive-in what, uh, yeah, what was that was it for uh, lion king was it something disney no i haven't seen any of the disney live actions because uh, i hate them all <laughs> fair that's, i hate yeah, them very, very enough, much so fine. the last one i saw was uh, i watched zodiac which i didn't like we talked about that on, right, on yeah, the yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, not your type of movie I don't think the so. last drive-in movie was men in black international which it was fun. Was yeah. Okay. It was uh, okay enough. Mm-hmm. It, it, and then I saw Shazam at home. Shazam's a fun movie. Which yeah, was fun. And then I watched... It's uh, a good family movie. Uh, Game of Shadows. Sherlock Holmes 2. Oh, yeah. I remember that one disappointing me. But you know yeah. what? Nah. It is what it is. Like the Sherlock Holmes movies, I feel like they're top of mediocre. Yeah. Okay. You know, they're mm-hmm. like, fine. They're watchable. But they're also like, yeah, they're missing something. Over the, and it's a little too over the top. The, the second one especially. It's very Guy Ritchie. I met a... Very Guy... Maybe two Guy Ritchie. <laughs> the third one is being directed by someone else. So maybe Ooh. that'll be good. Maybe I'm be way good behind on my, Crespo, on, my, on my Crespo hundo. I'm at 19. Jenna's at 45. Hey, nice. And just to rattle off some of them once okay. she's watched. Hitchhiker's Guide to the mm-hmm. Galaxy she just watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, some Disney Descendants 3. Mm-hmm. Descendants 2. Sherlock Holmes. Uh, she watched Hamlet. She went to the uh, uh, Artagon Theater yeah. to watch a Benedict Cumberbatch production of Hamlet oh, wow. on the screen. That's very cool. Uh, she watched a movie called The End of the Tour with Jason yes, Segel. that's a fun one. Yeah, I enjoyed uh, She watched Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile, which was the documentary the, style. Uh, Ted Bundy? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Uh, Murder Mystery. That's the Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston movie. The Boy Who Cried Werewolf. Ooh, How to Be Single. Uh, Passengers. And then she watched Bad yeah. Times at the El Royale. It wasn't bad. It's it was, a fun movie. Could have been better. A lot of people are watching now because it's on HBO. I'm really you know. glad... That came up with you guys because that was the first movie in a long time that I watched the trailer for and was like, "This is going to be stupendous." And I fell asleep as soon as it started. It's a great trailer. It's a great trailer. I was more pumped because it's the Cabin in the Woods guy. Yeah. So I was like, "Ooh, this could be very smart, interesting, and and trippy." Back with Thor, and he's back with Thor. It could be great. And then when the movie, like as was progressing, when it ended, I was like, "I think I was just expecting more." Wasn't anywhere. Wasn't anywhere near as as fun as Cabin in the Woods. Yes. Cabin story wise, so much fun. Yeah, story wise. But then a lot of people seem to be then stumbling across it now on HBO, so they have lower expectations. So now they're like, "Oh, I love this movie." So people Mm. seem to be enjoying it. Jen was underwhelmed. Underwhelmed. She liked it, but I was underwhelmed. I wanted. I really wanted to like it, but I was like, Maybe. the cinematography just looks so damn good. It looks and great. Man, it just a lot of uh, the... rain and neon. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all it takes. Yeah, wet, <laughs> wet streets and neon. You're you're golden, man. You're fifty percent of the way there. Yeah. I guess they just forgot the, the other. And then the last thing I'm looking to watch is that Christina Applegate Dead Like Me or whatever it is. That, that got a nice pop when it it came out. First came out, uh, yeah. yeah, like a month or so ago. Yeah, so people awesome. seem to be really into it. Uh, yeah, sure. it's Christina Applegate. Mm-hmm. I think she's. She's at this point legacy, man. She's yeah. been around for decades. Oh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Toy Story yeah. 4 is the top one on my movie uh, list to watch. That's, it's good. Of all, it's a good one. of all the Disney stuff this summer, I think that's it, right? That's probably the best oh, one. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's, that's the one yeah. to check out for sure. Uh, what you watching, Drew? Uh, playing a lot of video oh, You're playing video games. Playing a lot of video games on my Switch. Nice. What are we playing over so here, buddy? So speaking of soaked dreams, uh, I played <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams Don't Die. Oh, my God. There's, what? There's a, there, there, this, this game came out like two, maybe three years ago. I had no idea there was a new Leisure Suit they Larry. They made a new Leisure Suit Larry. And it's on the Nintendo Switch. That's so funny. It's 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 it, it, If you remember the Leisure Suit Larry games, it is nothing has changed. He's, yes. He's still a lovable loser. He still never actually gets laid. And there's still 
well, it's on the Switch, so there's no nudity, not even like digital stuff. Yeah, because it's for kids still. Because it's, it, it's a I mean, Switch, yes it's Nintendo. And, yes, it's and Nintendo, no. though. It's like uh, the kids have access to it, exactly. so you can't really, you gotta be careful. But still, it's, uh, I mean, it is uh, a fucking, it, it, it's a Sierra game all the way. It's point and click adventure. It is yeah. fucking games that I've, I, mean, I played them all now. I've played all the Leisure Suit Larry games. That's awesome. That's super fun. So would you Didn't recommend it then for... Yeah, I mean, if you if you played the originals and are... If you are deviant. In, into that kind of stuff, it's fucking hilarious. It's a, it's a great ride. That's super fun. Right, um, what's, what's also played a game called Bastion. Bastion. It's uh, came. It's an indie game. came out years ago. I just got into it because it was super cheap. Okay. So you just do a little dude running around with a bunch of weapons killing stuff. Basically, uh, mm-hmm. shoot him up, run him up, shoot him up, run him down, shoot with, him up. With, with RPG elements, because there's a leveling system. But you love those RPG levels. Uh, also <laughs> played... I want 20 points on my, on my, shield, <laughs> on my shield defense. Uh, also, I actually yeah, probably say yeah. five, uh, so I can boost my weapon. Exactly. Yeah. My, my uh-huh. mana's running low. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hate it when mana runs low. Uh, also played this game called Gris. How do you spell that? G-R-I-S. It is more of like... It, it's less of a video game, more of like playing a... Like a living artwork. I mean, just take a look at these fucking screenshots. You just run around and take a black and white world and turn it into color and do. It's like it's a, a black fun and, little, it's a black and white world. It starts. It, it's Greece. Yes, Greece. G R I S is, is gray uh, uh, in Spanish. Wait, that's okay. that's Gets gameplay footage. Yes. The, the, each the, the entire game is hand painted. Actually, yeah, it, it only takes you maybe a couple hours to get through the whole game. But yeah. Every other Looks time incredible. you look at it, it's just, it's fucking beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah, good stuff. It is seriously like one of the most beautiful video games I've ever played in my life. Wow, I highly recommend it. And it was only like $3 or something. But uh, through the Switch. Yeah. Just probably, there's cheap probably cheap other video game marketplaces people connect. Yes. That's, uh, I mean, it's an indie game, so you can get it on the PlayStation Network, Xbox Live. Ugh, I just had to break my addiction with fucking Monster Hunter World, dude. Yeah. And then they just announced a new Iceborne expansion. I can't. My life. <laughs> I, I need my life back. <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward in, in April. My oh, life the is gone. Cyber... Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, oh! It's over. Cyber makes me think of Hyper Hyperdrive. Have you guys seen any of that? No. Um, Hyperdrive. Oh, the, the, the car the show? racing show on Netflix. Yes. It's like American Ninja Warrior, but with cars. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, it's like... Fast and Furious, the TV show. Yeah, they set up crazy oh, obstacle shit. courses, and people show up from all around the world with their custom-made cars, and, and they got to run the course completely, and it fucks up their cars, and they have to uh, fix them between races and shit. And That's fucking gnarly. It's it's pretty great. I watched the first most of the first episode. How long till somebody dies on that? Do you think? Uh, I think the whole show is shot, so I think at least they have one safe yeah. season. So mm. this season we're good, mm. yeah. unless they're hiding a death. I don't are. think anybody died, but I saw at least three or four cars get really. Fucked up right through these courses. It's oh yeah, hyperdrive. It's a fun oh, show. Yeah, yeah. And, and I finished the boys on Amazon. Oh, you finished it. Oh, yeah. that's right. Uh, you said I, I gotta get on it. What do you think? Fucking fantastic. Was it good? Yeah, it was really a lot good. of people recommended Umbrella Academy, and that shit the bed for me. So I'm, I'm I'm a little off put by the boys. I saw some yeah, mixed, no, the bo- I saw some the, mixed stuff about Umbrella the, Academy, so the, I never. The got boys on it. is very good, only because it goes places you don't think it's gonna go, and it's very much. In the vein of Watchmen, with the commentary on mm. superheroes, because it's it's definitely a more realistic view of what people would do if they actually had fucking superpowers. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, the, the yes, they're superheroes, all right, but they're some fucking pieces of shit human beings. I tell you what, so it's totally worth watching. I'm gonna get on 100. I'm gonna get on that. Righteous Gemstones. We got yeah. what? What is this other? This uh, this 824 show, Euphoria. I gotta watch. Yeah, that. I never I watched. I gotta that. watch Barry. Yeah, there's too much content. Oh, I, I tried getting into Barry. 
tried to cut together. Little hater. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what it was. Interesting. I watched it like happens. five. I watched like four episodes, five episodes, and was like, mm. it's tough. It's tough when it feels like it's taking a few episodes to get into it. It took me like three or four to get into Breaking Bad. Bro, I swear to God, I was gonna say I watched two full seasons of Breaking Bad, forced myself through them. No. That second season is the weakest season. Uh, it easily is. the weakest. Season. It put like, me the off. The airplane man. one, easily the weakest season. The third one is great. When they introduce Gus Fring, the oh, show Gus is so- takes. Off. Yeah. Gus is the black guy, right? The, 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 the manager. Oh, the Spanish the manager yeah. of the chicken place? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Los yeah. Pollos Hermanos. He's uh, es, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, spoil, so, so spoiler alerts show. for Breaking Bad are passe now, right? They're gone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched a Watch Mojo list mm-hmm. of most satisfying TV uh, endings. Yeah, yeah, endings. Great, great endings. Oh, uh, no, of deaths. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Gus, yeah. like, with the face. And, like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, it was crazy. Just, yeah. That was a crazy shot. It was a super expensive shot. Uh-huh. That yeah. was heavy, dude. That was like That was, yeah. like, Dark Knight. And he was the only one who died. Yeah. Another major character died in that scene. Yeah. Christ. That was the end of the, And then, yeah. That was the end of Gus. And Walt, he's like, I won. <laughs> I am the one who knocks. Um, Absolutely fantastic. All right. Let's, uh, let's take a break here. Okay. All right, uh, Drew, you're going to smoke a cigarette real yep. quick. You're going to do that. Yep. And then we're going to try to squeeze on as much as we can with Simon. Gentleman has a spanky little dirt, so we got to go to the Dungeons and Dragons real soon. <laughs> <laughs> mm, hey, Chris, Chris, don't make fun of me, fun of us because you didn't have any childhood friends to play Dungeons and Dragons with. As a matter of fact, my best friend Kyle tried to get me into Dungeons and Dragons. And but he, he was imaginary. And he was like, let's go ahead and do this. And I was like, no. Kyle's imaginary. Kyle's not a real person. Not a real person. Well, then, oh. It's hard to play, <laughs> it's hard to play D&D when the person's not really. No wonder, no wonder I, I stopped seeing him. Exactly. <laughs> you rolled yep. a natural one like, <laughs> on, on imagination. I do I do see him when I drink more. When I start drinking, like, oh, there there's, there's, yeah. my, there's my buddy. There's my friend. All right, let's take this break, and then we will be back with the second half of episode 346. out of the way uh the global peace film festival is a thing people check it out go online to their website uh look at the schedule local yokels buy some tickets check out some showings it's gonna be a good time drew Cogburn, where can people find you online at antihair419 facebook and instagram follow at drew Cogburn on twitter it's not me but they do a great fucking job <laughs> 
Uh, damn straight. You can follow the show on Twitter at Crespodiso. Instagram is Cinema Crespodiso. Facebook, join the Facebook group if you're already on Facebook. And, uh, of course, there's a Patreon, patreon.com slash Crespodiso. Go there, sign up for stuff. We, uh, we've we done bonus episodes on Robocop and Die Hard 2. We're about to do one on uh, The Crow. We're we going to record <laughs> that. Drew, you want to get together? I mean, oh, no. I'm busy. Want to do it Wednesday? Sure. Let's do it Wednesday. Okay. So I'll come out on Friday. Our bonus episode going deep on 1994's The Crow. Great soundtrack. Yes. Great movie. Yes. Is it? Tragic movie. Going to rewatch it to find out. Um, Simon, where can people find you online? Uh, Simon Time Trivia. Everywhere on the social medias, yes. on Instagram, on yes. Twitter. There's a Simon Time Trivia show page that you can give a like to. Or you can join the Simon Time Trivia Minions private group. Yes, the Minions. That's where if you're listening to the Simon Time Trivia podcast, you can, you can post your scores. Yeah, play along. Like that. We like seeing people's scorecards. That's a lot of fun. We just did episode 100. Golly. 100, 100 episodes. episodes of Simon Time Trivia. Yeah. Is that something true? And you can years. find both Chris and I on uh, earthtrivia.com. Click yes. the schedule where to play and catch our weekly live shows. Of course, on facebook.com slash Simon Time Trivia. Or you can email me, Simon Time Trivia at hotmail.com. Yes, the one guy still using Hotmail. <laughs> Keeping him alive, man. Seriously. I, I, just, still, I, I still have a Hotmail account. I just got rid of my CompuServe account. Do you? I, I have to for uh, Xbox Live. Or at least I used to have to. Uh, used to have to be a Hotmail account. I haven't uh, signed into my Netscape account for in a while, so I don't know. Oh, GeoCities. Oh, my GeoCities. My GeoCities oh, website. What, what happened to your page? Is <laughs> your page down? Yeah, my, no, GeoCities, they went down officially 10 years ago, like more recently than you would think. Yeah, and you can check out my live yeah. journal. Yeah. Is that still a thing? I don't think that's still a thing. Oh, I'm sure the MySpace server is still up somewhere. I'm, MySpace is it still is. a thing. MySpace is for musicians now. Um I'm so glad Live Journal. My Live Journal's got to be gone. In the, in One would hope. You ever have a dead, digital you ever, fires of. You ever have a dead journal? No. I did. I, oh, I remember Dead Journal. Maybe I did have a Dead Journal. I had Live Journal and Dead Journal. Maybe I did have one. Those, those entries were cringeworthy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those are bad. No. Mm, a lot mm, of angst. Yes. Get it out of here. That's why <laughs> it's all gone. Oh, thank God it's all gone. Yeah. Um, you can email the show, cinemacrespediso at gmail.com, and we'll read it just like we're going to do now. Drew Sikogra, and I sent you an email. You did? Let's read that shit. It's from Sam. All right, it's from Sam. That's, uh, that's uh, guy old Steve from Street Fighter. It is. I, oh, sorry. I thought it would be a lot shorter. Uh, <laughs> Sam from Sam Antiques. Shout out Sam. Here we oh, go. Oh, snap. Yeah, yeah. So I went to see the movie Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark this past weekend. Nice. I had seen the trailer previously for a preview when seeing a different movie, and the trailer really creeped me out. Is a good I am not typically a big horror fan because I'm a big scaredy cat. <laughs> same However, here, Sam. Same here. <laughs> However, I thought since this was derived from a children's book and it was rated PG-13 that I should be okay. Sure. Overall, I enjoyed the movie. It was definitely made as a family slash preteen movie. Interesting. The acting was pretty good, and I thought it was really cool how they tied all the short stories together and made one fluid film. Interesting. I will say that some of the CGI slash special effects were pretty terrible at times, <laughs> but then there was some really cool scenes as well, so it didn't completely ruin the movie. There was, however, a lot of politics and racism in this movie, hmm. which I did not expect to see at all. The movie takes place in 1968, and there was a lot of Nixon integrated in it and the Vietnam War. Huh. None of it seemed to add anything to the story or plot, so I'm just not sure why they made that creative choice. Interesting. It was a fun movie, definitely good to introduce a younger crowd to the horror genre, and I see it being a new Halloween time favorite. I would say check it out, but maybe wait till it hits streaming services. Sam. As a fellow scaredy cat, you did not answer the number one question, Sam. 
Was it scary? <laughs> well, obviously not if she enjoyed the movie. She see, Well, she said a thing that I've seen a lot online, people talking about this film, is that it seems to be a horror film for the younger set, for the preteens, for families. It's If yeah. such a thing could exist... I guess it's like it's the like. it's like the haunted mansion ride version of a movie. Hmm. You know, it's supposed to be scary. Well, not that scary. No. Come on. Wait, we're not making the exorcist here. Uh all right, there you go. So, so scary enough. It's good for Ben and Dex. It's good for oh, kids. Yeah? Yeah. And they really want to see it. There you go. I guess it's the one because no. it's it seems to be made for kids like them. Harry probably too young. Yeah. Or maybe the right age for it. Just know. perfect. Just, well, your, just your right. brother, Joe Crespedizo, was mm. showing them Friday the 13th earlier. <laughs> yeah. And I could see when I came out that they were sweating. Like, Yo, <laughs> boys okay? <laughs> they're like, that, no, they're fine. What about what? Was it Ben? He, big smile says, we're watching Friday Yeah, 13th. they love it, man. Those kids are braver than I am, dude. But it's also part four, so it's like, come on. <laughs> I was about to say, you really want to freak them out, put them in front of Videodrome. Yeah. Oh, that's, see, no, that's not it. That's a different kind of horror. Um... Check out some antics, everyone. They're a much more uh, successful podcast than we are. Uh, is it for the emails? Is it? That's all we got for the emails. Hey, at least you got something. There you go. We appreciate it. I put on the... These days, the, the, the ask for emails are a little more half-hearted, but it, they're out there. People can send them. We love to, we love to hear from them. No all. Gabe this week. No Gabe this week. I know Gabe is like every other week we get a Gabe. No Gabe this week. Uh, shout out. So we got Scott, and then there's Carmella, and the, mm-hmm. all, the, all the usual suspects. Um, many of them patrons. Nice. Uh, many, many of our regular emails, like Ron, the wonderful, he's a patron. I do have a bunch of stories here. A whole bunch of stories. Did you guys know about the whole Marvel Sony thing? Everyone's talking about that. It's like a joke. Of course, everyone knows about the uh, Sony and Disney uh, not agreeing on the rights, uh, the, the, the split, the revenue split. Apparently, initially, when Sony made the deal, they agreed to a very meager 5%. Uh, giveaway to, to Disney on the top dollar gross. Alright? The last Spider-Man movie made a billion dollars worldwide. Now Disney comes back like, yo, we want 50%. We want we want to add a zero to the five. Oh, this contract, that was a typo. That should not, not have said 5%. <laughs> that was supposed to say 50%. You guys are lucky. We want 50%. And they're covering the cost, right? I don't know. I mean, I don't know the exact specifications about the production side. I think they do because they're handling production. I yeah. think they do. So they're like, we want more monies. And Sony's like, fuck you. Like, we just made $800 million with Venom. We got a Morbius movie in production. We got Venom 2 in production. We would love to wrap Spider-Man up in our shit over here and then turn our Spider- When they make Spider-Man meets Venom, that's what they wanted. That's, that's what they want. That is what they that's want what they next. Want. So with this whole thing, with Homecoming and Far From Home, that, that storyline, they want to trash that immediately. Fuck off. Right? And, yep. Or now do they? Now I just saw another article about how now Disney and Sony are now fighting over John Watts, who is the director of those Spider-Man movies. Uh, he is in the catbird seat, so to speak, sitting yeah. on top of a billion-dollar movie now. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. He has the cards. He can go where he wants. So Disney, they're like, look, we want you no matter what. Do not go to Sony to make that Spider-Man movie. Do not finish your vision. Stay with us. Here is our sandbox. What do you want to do? You can what make it. With? It doesn't even have to be Marvel superhero. Yeah. What do you want to do? We are Disney. We are Disney. We want to be in the John Watts business. Do, do you want a Star Wars standalone movie? Because we'll give it to you. We'll give, we're, <laughs> we're giving away like candy. Ryan Johnson got three. The Game of Thrones guys got three. What do you want? You want three? We we got yours. Come on, they're yours. We'll put them on the on on FX. We'll, we have doesn't all the matter. channels. We got it all. 
meanwhile, Sony's like, no, we here's the money. These are all the monies you need to come in and make our, our Spider-Man movie. And then what do you want? You want to do a Venom 3? You want to do the meetup? You want to do this? They're going to give him whatever you want. So John Watts, now it's in his hands. What do you want to do? So they're fighting over him. Jesus. It's an interesting situation. Meanwhile, you got Tom Holland appearing on stage at D23. Like, like, uh, like crying. Like, I oh, don't so know sorry. if I'm ever going to be Spider-Man again. Oh, he's going to keep being Spider-Man. He's under contract. Yeah. He is under contract. So no matter what, John Watts is no longer under no. contract. That's why he's yeah. So no matter what, Tom Holland's your next Spider-Man, and he, he should be because he's great. Yeah, he is a good Spider-Man. I'm enjoying him very much. Um, so yeah, that's a that's a wild, crazy, wild story, man. So be it, crazy, wild story. Um, this is why we can't have nice things. This is why, yeah, exactly. You know, people get greedy and the it's, and, it's fine. Marvel can. Not concentrate on Spider-Man anymore and go back to the stuff that they just got back. They, fucking working out the X-Men, this, that, the other. I mean, you heard about fucking Jon Snow, right? Yep. Uh, yes, Kit Harrington signed on for Eternals. So that's going to be a huge movie. That well, cast he, is going to be... Angelina Jolie. Not just that. He's, in that as he, well. he's playing a... A character who I thought is, it was a secret character. Is it, it known? No, it, it's known now. He's, Black, Black Knight? Yeah, he, who's very into... like He's always been in Avengers before. lore. Like... He was in like the original Avengers, yeah. but like nobody cares about him because he's one of the original Knights of the Round Table. Interesting. So, Excalibur. Yes. God damn, can't get away from fucking Excalibur. No. Second reference to the Pendragons <laughs> in the studio today. Uh-huh. What's up with that? Um, yeah, it's wild. So that's so, huge. Yeah. They announced that. Mm-hmm. They announced the 2022 release date for Black Panther 2. They showed oh. the logo with a great yep. purple tinge logo. Looks fucking awesome. Nice. Um, everyone coming back for that. Ryan Coogler, the writer director of the first one, so no fuckery there. Good. Um, and like Drew just said, we got X Men and Fantastic Four to fold into the mix over the next four or five years. We got a new Wolverine to find, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So losing Spider Man's big because Spider Man is a crown jewel character yeah. for him. Yeah. Always has been for Marvel Universe and, and going back to the nineteen sixty two. Well, people were just excited because they were finally doing it right. They were really doing it right on a way that like even Spider Man two was like, Well, he's not even in high school in Spider Man two. Yeah. Uh, this one it's like high school Spider Man, right? Um that being said, they'll be fine without Spider Man. Sony will they make a good movie? If they keep we'll John see. Watts, they could. Well, Venom meeting up with Spider-Man, would that be a good movie? It could be good. It could be. It could be good. It could also be Venom, they got a new director for Venom. They got Andy Serkis. They got a new cinematographer. Tom Hardy co-wrote the script. You know, it could be good. It ain't going to be be R-rated. No. That was a pipe dream that never happened, apparently. And I mean, literal pipe dream. People smoking that that pookie crack. (laughs) Thinking that Sony was going to release an R-rated Venom movie, apparently. So we'll see about that. I don't know. The big, big thing shaking over there. It could be good, but it just would be better if it was under the Marvel banner. Yeah, because they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Uh, meanwhile, at the E23, they also show... i just seen blips about this. I haven't really clicked too hard into it, but they got Rey wielding red lightsabers in uh, the Rise of Skywalker footage sure. that they showed. So we got, like, Dark Side Rey. What's going on with that? Apparently, even Daisy really was kind of surprised to see that. I mean... Because she's just there waving around. Nothing. No, yeah. And then they she doesn't know what color lightsaber like, what? Well, that shit was red. <laughs> Whatever. That can't be good. Who cares? It can't be good when your character doesn't even know if she's supposed to be good or bad. I'm just glad to see Palpatine, man. Chris. Are you actually going to see him? He's like, oh, he's on the poster? He's on, the I poster. so just like Jiminy crackers. don't care about Star Wars anymore. He is this guy so over to Star Wars. Well, not, not over. I, I well, he's over to Skywalker. I love the universe. You're the, done with the, Skywalker. the Skywalker clan. I don't give a fuck about anymore. Are you anymore. pumped for the Mandalorian? The Mandalorian looks good. I am. I'm looking forward to Mandalorian. I mean, it, Carl Weathers, baby. 
I mean, really? I Carl, Carl fucking Weathers. That's awesome. Once I once I realized the Count of Monte Cristo. <laughs> once I realized that that Darth Vader was just a whiny little emo bitch, yeah, then it all just kind of him the Skywalkers. Yeah, yeah but, but it's a lady. It's Ray. I mean, she may be Skywalkerish anyway. Anyway, <sighs> whatever. Don't anyway. care. Talking about some extended universe stuff. Oh yeah, the DC extended universe thing. <laughs> it's like now is, is it, it back? It's morphing into its own new thing. Uh, uh, it's beginning with the Suicide Squid. Right, the sequel. Oh, that's the uh, the fridge. That ice ice maker. No. You sure about that? Oh no, that hum. What's the that? bombs are dropping. That sounds like. It sounds like there's a giant truck somewhere parking. Oh, there's a I giant don't. truck somewhere parking. That's fine. Oh yeah, it's the neighbors moving in. Um. See the uh, the the Suicide Squad. We got. What's your name? Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harley. Harley Quinn. Thank you very much. My brain fried that one. Harley Quinn. Is going to be in the Birds of Prey, Birds movie, of Prey film, yeah. right? Where they have a whole bunch of other uh, ladies, uh, lady, but no uh, poison ivy. What's Correct. up with that? Correct. Maybe they don't have the rights. Maybe it's a rights thing. Who knows? Oh, maybe. Um, maybe that's uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe just in a sequel, full title movie, Birds of Prey, in the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn, uh, is being directed by. Is that a, really the full title? That's really the full title, and the director of the movie. It is an action movie. Is someone who hasn't done action before? I'm trying to find her name, and I can't find it. this movie's coming out February 2020. So to handle the action of the film, they brought in for a second director to do second AD. A very this happens a lot, like the Bourne movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Greengrass doesn't shoot the action. This is guy Dan Bradley who does all the action. So he's the one oh. who does the shaky cam, camera chases, and stuff like that. And uh, he went on to do the, the Red Dawn remake that no one liked. Uh, so to do the the action for this movie, brought on as a second unit director, uh, Chad Stelhesky. Oh, nice. John Wick director. Yeah. Oh, shit. She's going to do the action. Cool. So, so uh, now my expectations just shot up for this Birds of Prey about movie. To say. They bring in like some of the best of the best to do the action. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how this turns mm. out. So it's also funny now, Chad Stelhesky, stuntman turned director, now taking a job as a second AD Usually people go from second AD wanting to be the director. Yeah. You know, the, essentially... It's a little the, step backwards, a, huh? A bit of a step backwards, but for a bigger, a pretty big movie here. And outside of this, he said he'd be fine with just making John, John Wick movies, movies for the rest, rest of his life. Yeah, he's totally okay with it. He's like, I don't... I, as long as people keep coming, we don't want to stop. Which is fine, because I will... I haven't seen any of them. I haven't seen any of them. Oh, God. Yeah. I know. God. I know. God. <laughs> <laughs> you have... Oh! They're so fun. They're so good. Uh, well, here's a real. A couple weeks ago, a team in my trivia show shit the bed in the third round. I had oh, like yeah. I had like three movie questions. Yeah. In my tip jar, a woman wrote, "Here's your tip," and on the in a little piece of notebook paper on the inside said, "Stop watching so many movies. There's more to life." <laughs> Mind you, I just did a full charity, free charity show for her, Greyhound, yeah. or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And I was just so fucking, first of all, how rude. Yeah. Second of all, condescending. fucking watch more movies. There's more to life than Greyhounds. Yeah. And then the other thing is like, bro, I started my Crespo Hundo in January. You're at 19. And I'm yeah. at 19 fucking movies. That's what, two movies a month, maybe? Come what on, do you think man, I'm doing seriously. in my free, like, I'm fucking go home and helicoptering my dick and watching fucking movies all the time? <laughs> like, so I barely f- have time to scratch my ass. That's so funny. You think she's listening now? I hope so. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be great. Think she's listening to my movie show? <laughs> yeah, but there's more to life, Chris. No, there is. Bitch. There's not much more. Movie, movies are the ultimate art form. There's nothing more to life. Movies encapsulate all of it. Yeah. Show you a movie about Greyhounds. You can't show me Greyhounds making movies. Yeah. Um, Take that. Speaking of Greyhounds making movies, The Impossible is happening. Matrix 4 with Keanu Reeves. I know. Oh, oh somehow, shit. Somehow. Directed by A. Wachowski. A. Wachowski. A. Wachowski. Not both of them. No. Nope. Uh, just, just Lana. One. Or is it Lily? 
No, Lily. Yeah, it's Lana. So Lily is not apparently involved, which is weird. Lana's the one who also like really spearheaded since eight. Mm-hmm. I think Lana's the one who's like maybe the mastermind. Well, is she the one that between. is she the one that transferred first? She is also one that trans- transitioned first. Okay. Yes. Uh, oh yeah, they were formerly first. Yes. They were brothers, then they were brother and sister, first and now they were, they're sisters. First, there were Andy and Larry Wachowski. Then they became Lana and Andy Wachowski, I think, and then became. Lana and Lily. Lily. Uh, so they went from the Wachowski brothers to Wachowski siblings to the Wachowski, to Wachowski sisters. sisters. It's like how Jefferson Airplane became <laughs> Jefferson Starship and then it transferred to the Alan Parsons Project. Mm-hmm. That's a Simpsons reference. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're doing Matrix 4 with the surprising news that Keanu Reeves is back on board. And mm-hmm. a couple years ago, they were working on a Matrix reboot that wasn't involving anyone. And, like, the whole film Twitter, the filmosphere was like, bad idea. And they're like, all right, let's pull it back. Maybe this isn't going to work. So now it's like they got their Wachowskis in on it. So I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. Obviously, you can point to the reception of Matrix, uh, Matrixes 2 and 3, mm-hmm. Revolutions, and Reloaded. People didn't like those movies that much when they came out. Still consider them to be um, a stain on the Matrix. Mm-hmm. So uh, is it even good that Will Chances are back for a fourth one? I guess if anyone's going to do it, it should be them. I mean, who is knows? Is that type of deal? I mean, I'm sure I mean, Keanu Reeves has got his uh, his cyberpunk cred back because he's in the cyberpunk game. That's the so thing. It's that's Keanu probably... Reeves. People like Keanu Reeves. No. I think that's what's going on there. I think that's what's going on. Yeah. There. Keanu Reeves. Um, Tom Holland actually not having a great week. His Uncharted movie lost its director. Yeah, that sucks. Right? I uh, like the game. Do you like the game? I've never played the game, so I have no love or connection to it whatsoever, right? But I do like the director, Dan Trachtenberg. He did 11 Cloverfield Lane, which I enjoyed very, very much. So I was like, let's see what this guy does next. That's a lot of promise. He was going to do this movie next. I was like, yeah, okay, fine. So since he dropped out, I'm sort of like, okay, well, cool. Maybe he'll do something that I'll have more interest in innately. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, Uncharted fans, don't fear. Who is it? I think it's Sony. They're like, we are plowing forward we will find another director to pick this thing up and that almost never bodes well for a movie yeah. when it's like we gotta find someone to pick this thing up and, and keep the ball, ball running so Uncharted movie uh, not looking too good what is probably looking good the Between the Two Ferns movie oh. Between the Two Ferns colon the movie I <laughs> so ridiculous Chris so ridiculous coming to Netflix um, I think it's coming to Netflix and uh, it's like Zach Galifianakis doing some man on the street stuff doing actual interviews and they have like a very loose script that they came up with with like well here's the idea of the scene we'll improv the scene that type of thing I think it's directed by Scott Aukerman because he does the the show mm-hmm. uh, so, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward I'm to I'm looking forward to it I, I loved all those things I loved all the, the Between the Two Ferns the last ones they did were the best ones The there's a Brad Pitt one then the Justin Bieber one uh, Barack Obama, and, Barack Hillary Obama and Hillary. Oh my God! And then the Jerry Seinfeld one. Oh yeah, where that that was the end of um, Zach Galifianakis's episode of uh, comedians in cars getting coffee. And then he was like, "Oh, let's go through these doors." And then there's two ferns there, and Jerry, then it comes to Jerry Seinfeld, I'm like, what? "What? Oh no! What is this?" <laughs> and then he pulls them in. And then he sits down. and He does an episode of Between Two Ferns, and he's like shitting all over him. And then they who do they bring in? Cardi B. Cardi B shows up, and it's like, "Oh, go sit over there on that on that milk cart." And and then they get Jerry Seinfeld to like sit on a box while Cardi B sits in a chair, and, and she he interviews Cardi B. He's like, "Oh, you're amazing, blah blah." blah. Jerry Seinfeld's just sitting there on the side like. That's oh, fucking fantastic. God, that show's so good. Um, I pulled this news just because it's fascinating. Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell, doing an Apple TV uh, Plus drama, like their streaming yeah. service that they're putting out. They got all this money from Spielberg and, and Oprah Winfrey and all this stuff as producers and things. 
Um, this will be the most expensive TV show of all time. Jesus. And it is a show starring Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell, and it is about a morning uh, morning news program. More than pa- Dem Thrones? I was about to say. Yes. Uh, well, can... it's on par with Dem Thrones, but there's more episodes. Ah. So the last season of Dem Thrones, they were looking at like $15 million an episode. This show is about 50 It's $300 million for two seasons. <laughs> yes. You gonna, you gonna watch it? Fuck I, yeah. I ain't gonna watch it. I'm, I probably will. No. I, love, I love Steve Carell. Do you really? I do. Then you may. Uh, His episode of Between Two Ferns was my favorite. Oh, wasn't that? He fucking he shits back on Zach Galifianakis. That's so funny when they do that. Uh, Brad Pitt spit his gum out at, at Galifianakis and right in the face. And then you can see him, like, he tries not to smile. He's like, he tries not to laugh when he does it. Uh, that's so, man, that's funny. I gotta watch. I should watch that one. Um, $300 million, $150 million a season, 10 episodes a season, $15 million an episode. Ridiculous. That's crazy. For a show that's about a morning news program. Is that wild? Yeah, they're not even fighting hordes of the undead. Exactly. No. So where's all that money going? Uh, I guess we'll find out when we watch the show. Um, all right, well, that's it for our news. Listen, Simon, I couldn't, couldn't have you in here. We can't have you in here and not do some uh, some sort of trivia. Dun dun dun! We're gonna do some trivia here. So I got uh, pub trivia. So expect it to be very simple. And we got Americana, somewhere on Earth. These are the categories. Basketball gets its own category. Not even sports. Basketball. Jeez. History, not specific history. Just just history. history. Money matters. A whole chapter on money matters. Baseball gets its own chapter. Famous first. That sounds interesting. Man, this thing goes deep. Let's see here. Pick something, Chris. Uh, okay, let's go with at the cinema. At the cinema. All right. Here Quite we go. apropos. Let's end this baby here. Uh, buzz in by saying your name. If you say the other person's name, then the other person has to answer. Okay. Oh. And you force them to answer. Oh. <laughs> and then uh, if they get it wrong, you get the point. Okay. Strategery. All right, here you go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood was far from the studio's first choice to make their day as Dirty Harry. Which of these actors was not offered the role before Clint Eastwood? Frank Sinatra, John Wayne, Robert Redford, Paul Newman. Drew. Drew. Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra is incorrect. No. Uh, Clint Eastwood. No, 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 no. no you don't no. understand the question. You don't oh, wait, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So who was not offered the who role? Who was not offered the role before Eastwood? Your options are John Wayne, Robert Redford, Paul Newman. John Wayne. John Wayne is incorrect. The answer is Robert Redford was not ah, offered the role. So Frank Sinatra, John yeah. Wayne, Paul Newman all Jesus. offered the role. All turned it down. Which of these historical figures has been featured in the most movies? Jesus Christ, Abraham Lincoln, King Henry VIII, Napoleon Bonaparte. Simon. Simon. Abe Lincoln? Abe Lincoln is incorrect. What are my options again? Jesus Christ. King Henry VIII. Napoleon Bonaparte. Henry VIII. Henry VIII is... Incorrect. The Little General has more than 194 movies to his credit. Napoleon Bonaparte. Holy crap, Napoleon Bonaparte. So you guys are sticking this one We suck. Up. We're awful. Matchy actors. No, that's not going to work with uh, what we're doing here. Which of these stars is not a twin? Which of these four is not a twin? Scarlett Johansson, Vin Diesel, John Heater, Ryan Gosling. Simon. Simon. Uh, John Heater. Which one? Oh, Heater. Heater? John no, Heater. he's a twin. John Heater. I know he's a twin. That's a twin. Yeah, so uh, Drew, you're I'm going to go with Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, she is a twin. Is a twin. Yes, yes is. your answer is Ryan Gosling. He's one of a kind. Mm. One of a kind. Good thing. Um, number five. Six actors have played James Bond. How many of them can you name? Oh, uh, that's not going to work this way. Number six. How many? <laughs> I haven't got through this ahead of time. 
Number six. How many actors did it take to portray Darth Vader in Star Wars? Simon. Simon. Uh, three? Incorrect. Drew. Drew. Two. Two. Incorrect. It took four. James Earl Jones provided the voice. Yeah. David Prowse played the body. Yeah. Sebastian Shaw played the unmasked face. Mm. And the sound designer, Ben Burt. Provided the Dark Lord's breathing effect. Son of a bitch. So someone breathed for him. I I knew that there was someone else with yeah. the unmasked version. I couldn't I didn't even think that the the break the breathing damn it. There you go. Um Oscar winner Hilary Swank made her film debut in the Cappy nineteen ninety two film version of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Which other future Oscar winner was part of the movie's cast? Paul Rubens. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, here we go. Things. Here are your options. Heath Ledger, Jamie Foxx, Ben Affleck, Adrian Brody. Simon. Simon. Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody is incorrect. It's going to be the first to a correct answer here, folks. <laughs> it's going to be. Yes, it will be. Uh, Ledger, Fox, Affleck are your options. Drew. Uh, Fox. Fox is incorrect. It was Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck has an uncredited role and only one line as basketball player number 10. Son of a bitch. Number 8. Which classic video game character did not... Make an appearance in Wreck-It Ralph. Was it Q-Bert, Sonic the Hedgehog, Mario, Pac-Man? Drew. Simon. Ooh. Rock, paper, scissors yeah, for it. Yeah, that was at the same time. So what, on shoot? So uh, one, yeah. two, three, shoot? Yeah. Okay. One, and two, three, three shoot. shoot. One, two, Tied. three, shoot. Yes, Simon. Uh, Mario. Mario is correct. His nemesis Bowser makes an appearance, but everyone's favorite plumber will not in the movie. Simon, you, you are correct. Good job. Uh, Thank you. That was a good... Congratulations. Uh, good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. Our winner! Finally got one question. <laughs> I got Drew and I, we shit the bed. Yeah. He's right. We... We were not good at that at all. And uh, that's it. That's episode 346 of Cinema <laughs> Press Ready. So thank you, Drew. You're welcome, Chris. Thank you, Simon. Thank you. And you welcome. You are welcome, listeners. You welcome, listeners. You welcome. You welcome, listeners. <laughs> I am Weasel. Show. <laughs> you are welcome for the free entertainment. Sign up for a Patreon. And then I will thank you. And that is it for the show. Peace out. PFT Media Production.